Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blackhawks podcast. My name is Mario Tarabasi, joined by Greg Boyson. We are presented by PointsBet. Remember to use the promo promo code CHGO when you sign up, and you'll get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. Final score tonight in overtime. Boston Bruins 2, Blackhawks 1. Story of the game tonight. Marc-Andre Fleury standing on his head to steal a point for the Blackhawks tonight. Blackhawks and Bruins do it again. They played a, a couple nights ago, four to three. The Bruins got a, a goal with 17 seconds left in regulation to win that one. Blackhawks put up an effort that night in which they definitely deserved at least a point tonight. Outside of Flurry, no one really put up a performance that said that the Blackhawks deserved a point, but they got it tonight. Um, not that points, wins or losses matter right now for them, but. Uh, like I said, Flurry, the story of the game tonight in, you know, a game that really displayed the difference talent-wise between the Bruins and the Blackhawks. This was a game that I thought we were going to see when they first played uh, right. earlier this week. Yeah, you, you, you said it pretty good there. Blackhawks deserved the point in Boston last week. Didn't get it. They had no business getting a point tonight, <laughs> and they get one. So... You know, hockey is is silly sometimes, and this is one of them silly moments. Uh, yeah, the, the Bruins kind of just, you know, they own the game, most mm-hmm. of the game. They just, Blackhawks couldn't get any, any sustained pressure because they never had the puck. And then it seemed most of the time that when they had some zone time, they'd either miss the net or, or have a turnover or cross-ice pass to nobody, and it was going back the other way. A frustrating game to watch outside of the performance of number 29. Um, that game probably should never go on the overtime in any way because I still don't know how that goal <laughs> got taken away. The Bruins should have won in, in regulation. Uh, that goalie interference, I mean, it wasn't there. Stillman made the contact with Mark Andre Fleury, but it, he wasn't. It, he fell on his own. Some a couple people on Twitter said, "Well, Craig Smith tripped him." I, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, so. You know, again, another 
goalie interference call. I don't know what goalie interference is. It's 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 a it's a made up rule, uh, yeah. a lot like the salary cap. Um, it's just one of yeah, like you said, hockey is is silly and and it's just part of the silliness. Is you know people people like like you and me bet actual dollars through points bet on hockey, a game that is so fluky, so random, and you can have a game where the Bruins, you know. At one point, we're on pace to outshoot the Blackhawks by about 35 shots. And you have a game where, you know, it was it was up for grabs in the last five minutes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's why we watch this wonderful, stupid sport. <laughs> because <laughs> you literally never know what can happen. And it takes one play to get a team back in the game. We saw it. Uh, Brendan Hagel, 21st goal of the year. Mm-hmm. A, a, a redirect off a shot from the point by Caleb Jones. Yesterday, you and I were both at practice practice and, and they spent a lot of time towards the end of that practice doing plays just like that mm-hmm. they were doing uh, the tip drill in front of the net working on the redirects and Hagel comes up with it you know he's shown all season that he can score in many different ways mm-hmm. uh, getting to the front of the net getting the stick out great hand-eye coordination it was a great play um, you know again as you know, we like to say here, we are in full support of the <laughs> Brendan Hagel experience, but let's, you know, uh, we're we'll, not looking we'll to trade. No, we're not <laughs> actively Brandon looking Hagel. to trade him, but if someone's going to give us, you know, a King's ransom form, I, I would say yes. But anyway, we're not, well, more on the trade stuff later, but yeah, we got, we'll, we'll plenty get into of trade that stuff. Plenty, plenty of it's, it's our last like real storylines to talk about. Cause after Monday, 2 PM passes, we're just kind of, kind of be like, okay, we got to play these games out and see if anybody impresses us. There's not going to be gonna, a lot of excitement per se. Well, the excite, the exciting part comes from seeing which guys are going to get opportunities to prove themselves to be like, hey, you know, we're going into a rebuild. Who's going to stick around? Who's going to be worth keeping around right. and seeing and seeing what they got? And I think that's that's where the exciting part, at least, especially for me. And especially for you, you know, t- two of us coming through and 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 really paying attention to the Blackhawks minor league system right. the last couple of years. You know, this is this is that time of year where a team is going to start selling at the trade deadline, and you're going to see a lot of young, lot of new faces, a lot of young faces coming into the lineup. Um, we might even see a, a, a new young face that uh, signed his first contract earlier today. We'll get into that a little bit later you, as well. You are the king of foreshadowing. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work on the, uh, on the teasers here. Yes. So Reasons to stick around. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, uh, Brandon Hagel, uh, 21st goal of the season. Um, his, I mean, disclaimer, we are not trying to advocate trading for Brandon Hagel. But yes, if you if you get the reported asking price for Hagel, which is first round pick plus a top top tier prospect plus plus probably a little bit more, oh, it's really hard to pass that up. And and I think you know you see a performance like tonight, and it really just continues the both sides of the coin argument about well he should probably be sticking around because he's got a lot of value to the team, but also does it outweigh the value on the trade market? I know we've had this debate yeah. to to you know to no end, but well, we only have a few more days to have this debate. <laughs> six uh, more days, six, yeah, Four, five and a half. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, we don't know, you know, and I don't think Kyle Davidson is calling up people saying, "Hey, what would you give me for Brandon Hagel?" But I'm sure that's I'm the sure. other way around. 
some of these contending teams uh, are looking to add a guy like him. So they're calling Davidson and, and Kyle's got to, you know, he's got to field every call. He can't be screening his calls at this point. Uh, everybody should, every offer should be listened to at this point. Um, even for, you know, guys like Alex DeBrinkett or, or Patrick Kane, you got to listen to the offers. You got to see what people are willing to pay. So when, if, and when you're ready to move a player like that, you have an idea of what people are willing to give you and you can go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure the phone's ringing a lot. Um, you know, we, we, we saw our first significant trade here. Um, yeah, as we're at the first, you know, significant trade as, as, as we're getting into, trade, yeah. so hopefully into the deadline. Yep. You know, it's been so freaking quiet the last couple of, usually we see something by this mm-hmm. point. And we just had the one, we just had the Josh Manson trade yesterday. So hopefully that's going to start getting the ball rolling. There's a somewhat of a market set. Um, and at least a market set that, in, that can impact the Blackhawks. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, foreshadowing teasing we'll get into that a little bit later as well um yeah so I, I i think we're we're hopefully going to get to the point where you know this this trade can start opening the the, the dam a little bit and you know some of these some of these players that are not top tier trade trade bait players that the blackhawks have and they need to move um they can they can start getting uh you know getting um you know, taking a look at on, on the trade market and, and they're not helping themselves in that, in that respect by, you know, playing guys like Dominic Kubelik and Henrik Borgstrom um, and Eric Gustafson, three guys that probably should be moving if they can get a deal uh, done for them, playing them in, in non spotlight roles, Dominic Kubelik. Granted, he hasn't done much of, of anything recently shouldn't be playing seven minutes on your fourth line, seven minutes of even strength time on your fourth line. If you're trying to get a trade, right. You know, a, a trade value worth anything for him. No, I a hundred percent agree. Um, those are guys you got to play these last couple games. Hope they get hot, uh, get, you know, I, I mean, maybe the, the, the establishment, the market value for them is established at this point, and it's not high. It's not great. I can't see anybody. You know, Kubelik, I think, uh, will draw a little more interest than a, than a, than a Borkstrom, I think. But, you know, yeah. Kubelik has shown that he can be a 30-goal scorer in this league. He's still uh, an RFA after this year, so you, you will have control uh, as far as if you want to bring him back or not. So he's not a pure rental right. per se. Um, you know, and he's a guy that's just got no confidence right now. So maybe just getting out of, of, of this situation here and getting on a new team, maybe he grips that stick a little tight. Again, we both noticed yesterday at Blackhawks practice. Yes. I'm bragging that we were at, we're going to Blackhawks <laughs> practice some morning skates now. Cause you know, it's, 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 pretty, it's, it's pretty new for cool. us and it's fun. Yes, it's, Let it's, us have some fun. It's nice to be like a part of the official beat now. You know, it's, it's been a really cool couple of days, but yeah. we talked about it earlier. We noticed Kubelik even at practice yesterday. He's up tight wide, missing the net by a hundred yeah. feet, shaking his head, looking up at the lights. If you're doing that in practice, it's not going to happen in the game. He's uptight. He's got no confidence. You know, a trade for him right now is probably the best for his career. Mm-hmm. Not that he can't do it again here, but it's just it's just not happening. And playing 
fourth line minutes, barely any 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 even strength time. He got a little bit of power play time. Um, that was, I mean, yeah, eight minutes and forty six seconds of of ice time, a minute and fifty two just on the power play. Yeah, it's just if you're trying to trade a guy, or if you're even if you're not trying to trade him, you're just trying to get his confidence back up. Neither of those that that ice time is accomplishing. Nothing. Nothing on either of those fronts. No. You're, you're, you're not doing any favors for his trade value or his confidence. And you look at a guy like Borgstrom. Derek King, head coach today, you know, was asked about Borgstrom and said, you know, he, he thinks there's something there and his, he likes his game, but it only shows up in spurts. Well, we, only, we literally only got a spurt tonight with four-plus minutes. I mean, I wasn't even in the arena and I almost got as much ice time as Henrik Borgstrom <laughs> and I had just as many shots on goal. So yeah. like, again, this is another guy that you're trying to trade. How come you're not playing him? It, it, the results don't matter. So let's maybe see right. if these guys can actually, actually play. I mean, yeah, I had, uh, you know, Henrik Borgstrom, I, you know, I, I said it before uh, on, on, on Saturday's podcast. It's just, he has no value to this team. And playing him four and a half minutes does nothing to change that fact. And Derek King spoke about building trust with him. How, how, how is he supposed to build trust with four and a half minutes of ice time? Like, that, that's like Brandon Bolig ice time. Like, the, you're not going to get anything done with that. I got the shivers. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> but the, that makes my point. Like, you're, right. you're playing a guy who's, who's got, got no rhythm to his game, can't have a ton of confidence, and... You give him four and a half minutes in in a game that doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I understand. Like, you're getting your your teeth knocked in by the Bruins with, you know, how much pressure they're putting on. But you got to throw the guy oh, some sort of bone. Oh, I mean, if if your top line guys can't stop the Bruins from playing offense, maybe let your bottom line guys give it a shot. Right. I mean, the the Kane to Brinkett Strom line was getting owned in their own zone all night long. So maybe don't you know try something different. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, January uh, it was my my picking of Kubelik to lead the Blackhawks in goals that have caused all this this season. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. I jinxed him. I, he's not the first <laughs> player I've jinxed, and he won't be the last. I guarantee you that. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I just I just think the, the, the way that the lineup is starting to be handled as we're getting towards the trade deadline, um, it's, a, it's concerning to me because I, I, I feel like there's a – there's a bit of a disconnect between what the Blackhawks should be trying to accomplish with showcasing some of these players to, to that, that are going to be on the move. And then you're also continuously putting, you know, Patrick Kane and Alex Brinkett and Don Strom out there for 20, 21, 22, 23 minutes a night. Like I, I, I like I get that you want to play your top, you're going to play your top guys to be competitive. I get that. That's, that's the nature of sports is to compete and try and win. But at this point, results don't matter, and the the trade deadline being you know a couple days away, you should be trying to put out your your trade pieces, give them a, a final look to the to the trade market, and say, hey, this is this is where this guy is at right now with his with his abilities, with his confidence, with you know hot street culture, whatever it is. Like you have to put that put that out on on display, and I think one of the the biggest displays was Marc-Andre Fleury tonight. Like, I, I, I said it on Twitter. I was just like, this should be the last game he plays uh, uh, bef before the trade deadline. Like, this should be the last piece of 
don't, you know, you don't need tape him, he has. You don't need him pulling a hamstring trying to make a ridiculous save in a game that means nothing to your team. So, yeah, um, go out on a high note. Yeah, you didn't get the win, but, man, he was phenomenal tonight all night long. Um, Incredible. Vintage, vintage performance, um, you know, and if, if he is getting moved – you know, go out with one of your best games of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, leave, leave us with a with a good one if that's if that's the case. Um, and and he needed to have a game like that. Yeah, uh, the his previous six games bef- before tonight, his save percentages were eight seventy, eight eighty six, nine oh six, eight thirteen, nine oh six, and eight seventy. Yeah, so he comes he comes out tonight, forty six saves on forty eight shots, second highest amount of saves he's made in his career in a single game. Last time he did that was in two thousand and eight. Like, so it's, it's been a while since he's been on teams that have been so, you know, have not given him the kind of defensive help the, that he needed that, that the Blackhawks gave him tonight. But yeah, that's, that's gotta be a performance that you can hang your, that Flurry can hang his hat on and Kyle Davidson can say, Hey, here's where, here's where Mark's at right now. He, he's able to make, right. you know, 46 incredible saves, uh, not 46 and not all 46 of them were incredible, but he made a lot of vintage saves, like you said, tonight to keep the Blackhawks competitive. And I, I think that that should be, you know, the lasting performance that he has leading up to, to, to the trade deadline. I mean, we've seen some of these, you know, top, uh, top trade pieces as we're getting to the, to the final week um, before the deadline where, you know, we're, we're starting to see some asset management. The, right. the Canadians scratching uh, Ben Sherratt tonight. The... Uh, uh, and then on the flip side of that, the Coyotes lose Jacob Chikrin f- with a lower body injury for the next two to four weeks. Like you, you, there's two sides of it, and you know you can't risk your your biggest trade pieces, especially right. when it's Mark Andre Fleury, who's you know in a in a high a high risk position at, at goaltender with you know with with five days left. Yeah, and you got back to back games this weekend. The last two games. For the uh, trade deadline come on Saturday and Sunday. Obviously, he's not going to play both of those games. We'll see Kevin Lankinen. You know, and if it comes down to, okay, you, you play Kevin Lankinen Saturday against uh, Minnesota, and then Sunday you don't want to put Marc-Andre Fleury out there, uh, you know, hours before the trade deadline and risk injury. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Maybe you call up Arvid Soderblom or Colin Delia, let them get a, hey, thanks for being good soldiers down at Rockford. Mm-hmm. Come up and start against the Winnipeg Jets on Sunday night. Um, it's definitely something they should be talking about. You don't want to, unless they know, you know, hey, Marc-Andre Fleury is just not going to accept a trade anywhere, but he's gonna, he can only deny 10 teams, but he knows the teams that want him, so he'll just put those teams on his list and move on, you know? Right. Um they're yeah they're they're deploying him in the last couple of days as if they know he's sticking around yeah and well and they've played him that way for the last six weeks i mean mm-hmm. they you could you can argue those low those low below average save percentage you just uh ran right off there you can you can attribute that to overplaying mark andre flurry for the last well <laughs> Couple of, couple of months, basically. Well, yes, especially since Lankinen, when he broke his hand, mm-hmm. they it was. Well, even know, before that, it was. Yeah, there was. So, I, I I don't have the 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 stat off uh, in front of me, but off the top of my head, it was something like from the from the start of the new year to like uh, 
like a, a, a like two weeks ago. He started something like seventeen of twenty games, something like that. It was it was a crazy stretch where it was just like every every game was flurry. The goaltending situation, and as you mentioned with the ice time and and overplaying your 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 top guys out there, while they're telling you that this is going to be a rebuild, the in game strategies have been that this is a team like in the race for that eighth and final playoff seat. Right. So they're saying one thing, and but in practice they're doing something else. So. Um, you know, maybe you have to force, uh, maybe you have to force Derek King's hand by trading some of these guys that he's playing too much away. And then you can get these young guys out there like you want to. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just seems like they're with the lineup decisions. They're trying to just squeeze every drop out of, out of what they can get, um, prior to, prior to the trade deadline, knowing that they're most likely going to be moving a, a bunch of players. So I don't know. I, it's, it's. It's weird because, and it's not just like the Blackhawks are just holding on to their cards while everything is happening around them. It's just complete silence around the league. Yeah, you know the the Josh Manson trade. um, You know, it was like was like wow, like we actually have we actually have a trade to 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 talk about, and you know it has some some implications on on the Blackhawks and on the defenseman market. Um, so the, you know, that trade is, uh, was, was Josh Manson going from the Anaheim ducks to the Colorado avalanche going back the other way to the ducks is uh, prospect drew Hellison from Boston college who they actually just signed to his entry level contract today and a 2023 second round pick from the avalanche. So how does that impact the Blackhawks? Calvin DeHaan is on the trade market. He, uh, could have had a better game tonight. Had one unfortunate shift that almost uh, led to led to the game winning uh, goal for the uh, for the Bruins there. But you know, uh, according to the Athletic, Mark Lazarus and Scott Powers put it out there today that the the asking price that that they've been hearing is a second round pick for Dehan. So seeing what Josh Manson brought up brought brought back, I think. That doesn't sound too far-fetched. No. Before the Johnson Manson trade, I would have not thought getting a second-round pick for DeHaan would be a thing. I would have thought third round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that we, we have that established, I think they very easily could get a second-round pick now if that's mm-hmm. what Josh Manson brought in. Um, and just you just compare the numbers. Uh, they're very similar. They're the same exact age. Uh, DeHaan's got more NHL experience, but some of that is to do that Manson's had some serious durability issues the last couple of years. He's missed a lot of games the last three seasons. You know, DeHaan had that serious injury, you know, before. But since he's been here with the Blackhawks. He's been pretty reliable. Well, uh, yeah, he's missed a couple of things here. But that's because he's he plays like a warrior out right, there. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it's 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 the, watching him play some nights, you're, you're surprised he hasn't missed more time. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I need an ice pack after watching a couple of his shifts. Um, so I think for sure, uh, Man, you know, Manson's also takes a ton more penalty minutes than DeHaan. He's, mm-hmm. he's a liability out there as far as that goes because, you know, you don't want him taking a, a, a bad penalty in a, in a tight playoff game. Um, so I think that with for what uh, Colorado gave up to get Manson, I think the Blackhawks could, eat, could get a second-round pick without the prospect. A second-round mm-hmm. pick straight up for Calvin DeHaan, I would be ecstatic for that return. I think that would be a great yeah. return, especially even if it's in the 2023 draft and not this year. Right. Um, because the 2023 draft is, is a 
really good draft to have a whole lot of picks in. So and yeah, the Hawks already have. They have what three second, three second round picks. this year. So shoot for next. Shoot for the twenty twenty three job. I'd be happy with that too. Yeah, we've been seeing a lot of a lot of chatter about teams valuing more. You know, a twenty twenty three draft pick than a twenty twenty two draft pick. Draft is going to be much deeper than this year's draft. So load up for twenty twenty three if you can. Mm-hmm. Shout and, out Jay in the comments. We uh, I don't know if you're back from Florida yet. I hope it, I hope it was a oh. great uh, birthday party. But uh, we're looking forward to having you uh, in the yes. studio. Good good seeing our buddy Jay there in Familiar the comments. Face. And uh, we're we're we can't wait till uh, he's reading the comments with us here in studio. Then uh, making the comments from the comfort of his own home. But yeah, he can. Glad to see you are safely back. Back in Chicago, my friend, from the <laughs> land of the Floridas, America's wing, as some people like to call yeah. it. But uh. yeah, and uh, shout out to the YouTube chat. You guys, uh, you guys are awesome. Um, if you uh, are watching on YouTube, you can uh, scroll back in that chat a little bit and see some uh, some interesting news that uh, that we'll get to we'll get to talk about very soon here for you uh, for you podcast listeners. Um, go check out the YouTube uh, the YouTube video. Yeah, and uh, you'll hit you that can, like button. You, you can check out too. the comments. Yeah, smash that like button. And, and speaking of our YouTube commenters, we have to give a special shout out to our super YouTube and Discord commenter, uh, Ms. January Ross, for sending mm-hmm. us that amazing care package of all that peanut brittle. Um, that was super sweet, and all of us here in the office have been munching on the peanut brittle. The jalapeno is is that stuff is fantastic. So thank you for being. Just uh, a loyal reader, commenter, listener, and uh, sending us Absolutely. that nice gift. That was very nice. There you go. Yeah. Just what she loves, sound effects. I, I, I had no idea. <laughs> I, you know, I had no idea that jalapeno, one, jalapeno peanut brittle was a thing, uh, and two, that it's delicious. It's amazing. It's, it's so good. So, yeah, sweet, thank you. Sweet, hot, and salty, all in one bite. Yeah, it's, it's, it's under... Under uh, underrated, uh, great uh, flavor combination. So yeah, thanks to, to January for the uh, for the support and the peanut brittle. Yeah. If you also want to support us uh, here at CHGO, a great way to do that is to download the PointsBet app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you'll get two risk free bets for up to two thousand dollars. But that is not it. If you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That is $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We'll be happy to help you out. Introducing PointsBet's new feature. They're really excited about this one. It is live college basketball same-game parlays. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish from your phone. Plus, during PointsBet Match Madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets during each round of the NCAA tournament, just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's talk about the, the bets that we had tonight on the, uh, on the Blackhawks game. We, 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 not, not a great night for Greg and I. Uh, well, you hit one of your bets. I did hit one. So I, I, I put three down. And um, I had the uh, I had Jonathan Taze over half a point, so Jonathan Taze getting a point. That didn't happen. Nope. But <laughs> save that save, save that save that ding because I had Brandon Hagel also recording a point tonight. That did happen with his twenty first goal of the season. The um, the over of six did not hit. Um, so I was uh, I was one for three tonight. I just went for the one bet. I went for the. Uh, Big value bet. I bet two bucks that Mackenzie Entwistle uh, would score a goal, but it, it was plus three thousand. So if he would have had a goal, hey. that's a sixty dollar win. And he had the puck on his stick with ten seconds left. Yes, but not so much. I, I <laughs> was, we were we were watching the game here in the office, and um, you know the clock's ticking down, and it kind of you know Blackhawks have one more rush, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, Entwistle's on the ice, and then he had a, a chance from the slot, and it, I, he just fumbled yeah. it. But I was, I was getting so excited. I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's going to have a great age chance!" That and would have been that would have been my cash out bet. I'm that would have, yeah, <laughs> that would have doubled yeah. your doubled yeah. your deposit. I went, I went with McKenzie because you know he. Uh, I did a little uh, did a little article on him on uh, allchgo.com. So if you're a member, you can go check that out. And if you're not a member, you can become a member. You mm-hmm. can read. Uh, you know, all of our stuff, Mario and I both had posts up today. I had a little feature on Mackenzie and Will, so you talked about uh, Alex Vlasic, who mm-hmm. was signed today. And uh, so you can get access to all the great written content, not for the Blackhawks, but for all of our Chicago mm-hmm. teams. We've got an amazing team covering all Chicago sports. It's great stuff. Plus, you get a free shirt when you sign up. I mean, great content, free shirts. Join us on Discord. Uh, seriously, if you haven't signed up yet, what what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Yeah, it's 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 quite the deal. And um, you know, you look you look at, you know, the 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 bottom right of your screen, that CHGO Blackhawks logo. I, I can't say enough about how great that, that logo looks. And and Eric uh, you know, our, our our graphics designer, he did a fantastic job. So you can get that logo on a bright red shirt, show off your uh, your CHGO Blackhawks pride around the city. Um Gonna be looking good and first person I see at the United Center wearing one of those, I'm sending you a beverage of your choice. There you go. How can you say no to that? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, you know, you you talked about uh, you know, Mackenzie Entwistle. Um and he's 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 an interesting player because he's a young guy. He's he's gonna be around for for a little bit of time at least. Got got some time left on his uh, on his deal. And he's one of these pro- he's one of these young players that came up through the prospect system and, and really wasn't like a a major piece you know a major prospect that everyone was drooling over to see you know see him get to the NHL but he's he's worked hard he's worked you know he's worked himself into a role that is not really glorified but can get players you know to have you know long careers in the in the NHL if they embrace it and he's he's a kid that's been able to do that. Yeah, exactly. He's, uh, you know, everybody dreams coming up through juniors and, and the minors or, or whatever. You want to be you want to be the Alex DeBrinkett. You want to be the Patrick Kane. Well, you can't. Those guys don't all exist. You need guys to do the dirty work. And a lot of young players who might have been offensive stars in their younger days playing in juniors or college, they have a problem being asked to take on a role of a grinder type player. 
and and that was what Entwistle was asked to do. He was asked to become a more physical player, asked to do the dirty work, uh, you know, get better defensively, contribute on the penalty kill, and that's exactly what he's done. He's not only taken that to heart, he's embraced it, he's excelling at it. I think he's he's done a really good job. The progress he's made, you and I both got to watch a lot of him in Rockford. Uh, in our past lives so um, you know the progress he's made from when he first turned pro to where he is now uh, is, is great he should be commended for it you know uh, I don't see any postseason awards or many all-star game appearances in in, no. in his career but you know you need guys who uh, understand their role not only understand their role but embrace their roles you need guys like that uh, to win hockey games, and he's doing a good job. Yeah, and 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 for young players to have you know the attitude that he does by embracing that role is is something that is is pretty yeah, commendable. It is, and hopefully it's something that can be that will become contagious over the next couple of years, where he can be a guy that can look at some of these other rookies come up and say, "Listen, I bought in. It's not necessarily what I wanted to do, but I bought in, and now you know I'm here every night. I'm not going back to Rockford. I'm playing, mm-hmm. and and I'm getting trusted with the you know a, a shift." in a tie game in the waning seconds, you know, you, you trust is a two way street and he's earned it by, by doing what was asked of him. And that's the kind of attitude the Hawks are going to need these next few years. Yeah. And that, I think that's what we're going to see a lot of post trade deadline. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we, we've talked about it, you know, this is this, that raw, ro- the roster and the, and the lineup that you're, that we're likely going to see with the Blackhawks starting March 22nd is, you know, a younger lineup. And, a lot of a lot of these players that are playing in Rockford right now will have opportunities to come up in and out of you know be be up and down between the the NHL and the AHL as as Rockford has a little bit of a playoff push going on right now and you know getting looks at, at the NHL level you got to make the most of your time and yeah I mean we, we we've said it here and, and Whistle is a is a uh, great example of of a guy who's made the most of his of his time every night and. Um, you know, he's had ups and downs, but he's, he's, he's embraced that role. And I think that that's something that's, uh, that that's really important for, for younger players to see. Speaking of the ice hogs, a four, three overtime win tonight as they were uh, on the road against the Cleveland monsters, uh, Lucas Reichel, two goals tonight. He's got 18 on the year. He had the OT winner tonight. And, uh, yeah, like I said, Rockford currently in a playoff push in the, uh, in the AHL, they are fifth in the central division. And if you're, Familiar with the normal AHL playoff format, fifth place usually wasn't a uh, a playoff push, you know, con- right. uh, not a not a playoff spot. But uh, as as Greg reminded me tonight, the AHL playoff format has gotten completely screwy. It's the most insane thing I've ever <laughs> seen. It's like this wall right here is what the playoff records are yeah. going to look like in the AHL. It's, it's gonna- twenty three teams get into the AHL playoffs, so. Uh, the central division, which the ice hogs are in five out of the seven, basically everybody makes it except the last two teams in each division, in each division. So the, so there, there's seven teams in the central, the ice hogs are fifth. That's the last spot. And it's really close. They go by point percentage because everybody plays a different amount of games, which again is weird, but you know, it's minor leagues and there's travel costs and some teams play in divisions where everybody plays within a 150 mile radius of each other. And other teams have to make long trips so um it's strange but the ho- the ice hogs are right there they could finish as high as third in the division or miss the playoffs completely mm-hmm. um so it's we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on them hopefully we got some playoff hockey to talk about in rockford because uh you know we need um 
you know, we need something to talk about. Yeah, it, it would be nice. It would be nice to to have some excitement and uh, have around, guys around like, the prospects. And the guy have guys like Lucas Reichel and guys like Ian Mitchell and Wyatt Kalnock and all these young defensemen we keep talking about. To have them go play big time minutes in playoff games is going to be huge mm-hmm. for their development going forward. Um, so go Ice Hogs. Uh, shout out to uh, a good friend of both myself and Mario, Joey Z, the great Joey Z. Um, I hope to hear him play, uh, make some playoff calls this mm-hmm. spring. It'll be nice. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get, we, maybe we'll go out there. We'll take a road trip. We'll have a remote from from the BMO Harris Center. We'll make that. I, happen. I would love to do that. It has been too long since I've been been at the the BMO Harris Bank you've Center. Been, you've been Rockford. gone so long that you they don't even have a press box anymore. Well, yeah, they're they're making those it's, renovations. It's a, it's a suite now. It's Ooh, you gotta you gotta you gotta be a high roller fancy. at the Hard Rock Casino in Rockford to get up there now. Look at you, Rockford, with your yeah. suites now. Good stuff. Well, you know, <laughs> we black. got Gail in the comments. Five hey, goals and six assists for Entwistle. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Hey, hey Gail. Hey, hey Gail. Gail. Nice friend of the program. Friend, yes, contributor to the program. Yeah. Uh, another one of those young players. Uh, that will likely be seeing time in in Rockford coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, is the pl- is the uh, the young defenseman that signed his entry level contract earlier this afternoon? That's Alex Vlasic, 2019 second round draft pick for the Blackhawks, uh, signing his entry level deal uh, this afternoon, eight thousand two hundred and twenty four one hundred and sixty seven dollar AAV over the three years of his entry level deal. Uh, but that's really two and a quarter years because right. signing it at this point of of season that'll count as the first year, but it's it's you you burn it either way, right? So he he comes in after having uh, three seasons at the at Boston University in the uh, in the NCAA uh, was a top top four top pair defenseman uh, with the Terriers for pretty much his entire time there. He was, a, an all hockey East honorable mention this season as a junior. Um, you know, he's, he's got, he's a, the, the biggest thing that he's got going for him right now, stepping off the, the college stage and into the professional ranks is his size, six foot six, 210 plus pounds. Um, I think that's the best thing that he's going to have going forward as he steps into his rookie season is that the physicality at the professional level, think he'll be able to absorb that and I think you know based on you know scouting reports and and what we've seen in, in his development year over year is that for a player of his size he actually can skate pretty well yeah, for sure he does uh he definitely brings the size uh, he is your typical or your prototypical stay-at-home defenseman there's mm-hmm. not a lot of offense there um you know he may pick up some assists here and there but he's not gonna be your not you gonna know, run your power play no he's not gonna be that you know Quinn Hughes type defenseman by any means, but he's but he's what the Blackhawks need. The Blackhawks need just look at how many shots they gave up tonight. They need a guy to help prevent as much pucks getting to your goalie, and he'll do that. Absolutely. He'll provide that physicality. He'll be be the guy that you know helps clear the crease, so there's not two guys there for Patrice Bergeron to boot at mm-hmm. home and easy rebound. You know, so um, he's a player that you hope in a few years as he develops will be the kind of guy that other teams are like, Oh, we got to deal with right. classic tonight. Like, you know, I mean, it, well, you want that. Just look at the name. The pedigree is there. He's, he's a cousin to Mark Andre, uh, Vlas or Mark Edward. Mark Vlasic, Edward sorry. Vlasic, got, yep. I got Mark Andre's on the brain. Um, <laughs> Mark Edward Vlasic, the long time, very Sharks, good defenseman for the San Jose Sharks, mm-hmm. uh, who was 
Still is. He's still playing, right? I think. I don't know. I haven't watched many I'll Sharks games this up. year. I think he is. I haven't. I have not tuned in too many San Jose Shark games this year for Mark. A lot Bart of reasons, <laughs> but regardless if he's playing or not, he has. A, he had a fabulous long career being a stay-at-home defenseman, and he's cut from the same mold. Uh, we had a commenter. I can't remember which one. Actually, said it was possible to see Vlasic play this week. Uh, I yes. think so. I mean, I think the plan is they made it sound like he's going to be practicing with the team Thursday. Uh, Mario and I will, will will tweet out some pictures. So follow <laughs> follow us on Twitter. See those those giraffe pictures we're going to send out yeah. on uh, Thursday morning. I definitely think it could be a, a thing where they give him you know one or two games over the weekend to play and then send him down to Rockford for that their playoff push and then then you can call up i mean it all depends on what happens after monday as we've been saying how many spots are open right maybe give him a taste there's our there's our, our question thanks for the question on on vlasic i think you maybe you play him one of those two games over the weekend let him get a taste and then when the trade deadline comes you you might be seeing an ian mitchell or wyatt calnet come up here for good for the season then you can slot vlasic down there to take that spot and get that seasoning and play those big games down the stretch and become a contributor to mm-hmm. hopefully a playoff run. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but he's, he's the plan is he's, he's a pro he's turned pro and whether that means the rest of the year in Chicago or a lot of it in Rockford, we'll see how that plays out. I think likely we'll see a lot of it in Rockford. Based, I hope so. That's based the right based on the way that, you know, the, the new front office regime is taking the approach to development. I think, you know, we're going to see, Vlasic get most of his time 20 to 22 minutes in Rockford are 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 more beneficial to him right now than 11 to 15 minutes in Chicago Mm -hmm. absolutely and and yeah also you know take into consideration the Blackhawks lineup tonight that's all that they have currently on their roster that's healthy you know they they had they, they made no recalls after Connor Murphy and Tyler Johnson went down. So the 18 skaters they had tonight, that's their roster right now. So, yeah, Vlasic coming in, he'll be the only, you know, healthy player that wasn't in tonight's lineup. So I think it'll be, you know, I, I think it'll be definitely, uh, you know, you can you can definitely bet that he'll be he'll be in the lineup at yeah. least this weekend, maybe a little bit beyond it. But, yeah, I think we're going to see a rotation get, of, get of young game, blue get liners. Get him a game paired with Seth Jones. Yeah, you know, a couple shifts give, give or a, a whole game, yeah, whatever. It, what give, does it matter? Taste. Seth Jones is is your mobile guy, but your veteran that can tell him to be in the right places. Mm-hmm. You know, give him give him a game, let him get a taste. It it, it does no damn. It, it's, it's it's a no lose situation. Let him get that taste. He's earned it after a good college career, and then then say okay, you know, go go enjoy some Olive Garden in Rockford and and uh, <laughs> learn your craft. Yeah, I, it. It, it definitely can't hurt, and I, I think, you know, the with with the with the crop of defensemen that the that the Blackhawks have, that the the young guys, um, you know, I'm, I Vlasic is is definitely the the kind of player that they were missing. They have enough, you know, mid sized sedans. They need some SUVs down there. You know, you, they got a guy like Alec Regula, who I who I've I've liked what I've seen from him at at the NHL level in in the couple of games that he's had. Um, but yeah, I mean they've they've got Bodan, they've got Ian Mitchell, they you know they got Wyatt Kalanick. Like these are more mobile puck moving defensemen, not really you know the the big guys that you look at teams like Bo- like teams like Boston, teams like Tampa Bay, teams that have success and deep playoff runs. They have big defensemen that are hard to play against, and I think the Blackhawks for a while they're you know 
their strategy in, def- in you know, drafting defensemen was, oh, let's get speed guys, let's get puck movers. Let, you know, we had, and, and then we had Adam Boquist, Nicholas Bodan, Ian Mitchell, Chad Chris, like all these guys, and it was just like, okay, you're not going to win with with that being your future. So I think we're seeing a, a new investment in, in size, and I, I think guys like like Isaac Phillips, Alec Regula, uh, Alex Vlasic, I think these are these are the guys that I have I have hope for that they can get to the NHL level and, and be you know regular contributors. Yeah, today's NHL definitely you need the mobile defense, but but you still need those bruisers, those mm-hmm. big guys that clear out the crease, that go in the corners, that do the hard work, that block the shots. Um, so you, yeah, as you said, we've stockpiled the more mobile defensemen. Now now we're trying to get those big guys to pair up with those mm-hmm. those mobile guys. So. Uh, you know the defensive situation in the in the near future looks promising. I don't want to say it looks bright, but it, there's definitely some promise there. There are it's a little bit more of a flicker than there was before. Yeah, it's definitely the defensive side of the prospect pool is is definitely deeper than the mm. very shallow side yep. that is the forward crop. So uh, you know, are there future Norris Trophy winning defensemen in the pipeline? Probably not, but you definitely have yourselves so. the makings of of a of a solid, you know, deep mm-hmm. defensive core, and you, and you can sprinkle in another you know veteran at when the time gets there, and you see what happens. But the, yeah, the defensive side of the prospect pool is definitely more promising uh, out of the two the two ends of the ice. Yeah, so. Lu- Lucas Reichel is is about it is he's he's waiting there in the pool on his own and he's just like hey, i mean, I anyone- mean there's there's some, marco there's yeah there's some guys <laughs> that could be nhlers but you know the blackhawks have a, no a, a prospect end. pool of like a bunch of mckenzie and whistles and that's not a slam on mckenzie and as we just talked he's a nice player but you got to have a lot more than than you know 12 nice players on the ice you yeah gotta you need have to have some, you got to have some dynamic dangerous players and they outside of Lucas Reichel who I'm not ready to say is dynamic just yet but compared to the rest of the prospect pool he certainly is he's pretty good um he's I definitely think he's a top six player is he a superstar I don't know no can he be maybe but he doesn't he doesn't have to be right but I, I think but he's a nice piece to throw in there with you know with your Debrinket and with your Doc and mm-hmm. your Hagel going forward you know those are the guys you need to identify and he could be one of those Absolutely. So, yeah, I think uh, I think there's there's a lot of promise to Alice Vlasic, and um, you know I think if there if there was a, a points bet app for the uh, or a point a points bet bet that you could make on on him getting a game uh, before the trade deadline, um, maybe Saturday, but definitely Sunday for the uh, the Wilmette native playing at the United Center against the uh, Winnipeg Jets. I think that would be a a pretty safe bet to make. And if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks not only our Blackhawks content, but all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. If you have any questions, feel free to email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll be happy to help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. 
gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So we were talking about the trade deadline coming up. Obviously, it's a big topic. We were talking about, you know, looking at Calvin DeHaan's value, how the Josh Manson trade uh, plays plays out and how that could impact, you know, what the market is for Calvin DeHaan. Um, we mentioned the the the, uh, the the piece by Mark Lazarus and Scott Powers. They had some other interesting uh, information in that uh, in that article about you know what the Blackhawks' asking price is is looking like for some of these players. Um, you and I both, I think, are a little bit surprised by what the reported asking price is for a Dominic Kubalik, a second round pick. I, I, you can ask how you're not going to get it. <laughs> how how is that what they could realistically be asking for for him? Well, at this I mean, point? any any negotiator would tell you, ask high. That's asking really yeah, high. I guess, yeah. If somebody gives you that, you 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 take that before that general manager is fired and that that, <laughs> and that deal is off the table. But you can ask for it. You're not going to get it, but you can certainly ask for it, and you can get hung up on and laughed at. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that trade value is just I don't see it. But you never know. You never know. Crazier, never underestimate the stupidity of an NHL general manager at trade deadline. It's the reason why they call it silly season. Yeah, never, never say never. Uh, also in there, Dylan Strom, who may or may not still be being shopped, um, also a second-round pick. Now, that is way more realistic than Dominic Kubelik getting yeah. a second-round pick, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we've talked about Dylan Strom um uh, to death at this point we everybody knows how we feel at this point i wouldn't trade him i wouldn't even trade him for a second round pick right now if someone offers me a first i'll make that deal second round pick i think i'm going to keep him uh at a you know relatively team-friendly contract for the next couple years to me that's not worth the second round pick first round pick first round pick in 2023 eh, i'll make that trade yeah especially depending on which on which team we're we're seeing the blackhawks deal with if it's you know if it's a Colorado or you know new a team like the New York Rangers for Dylan Strom or even Dominic Kubalik I mean that's that's a team that's looking to beef up their their depth scoring those are two players who could really do that um so I, I mean that's that's a team that is is looking to to build for the future looking to be you know a contender and I think you know a Rangers 2022 or 2023 you know second or first round pick like that's that's going to be yeah. pretty it's, decent. Pretty it, decent to work the with. Strom brothers on the same line. That'd there you go. That'll that'll sell some more uh, some more tickets that's, in New that's York. That's a storyline. As a writer, I want a storyline. That's <laughs> a storyline. There you go. Um, and and Mark Andre Fleury also mentioned in there. Obviously, the the asking price is going to be high. Uh, reportedly, a first round pick and a prospect, a top, a top end prospect. Um, I think you know we talked about it earlier. His performance tonight is just kind of an, an exclamation point on what he can bring to a contending team. Obviously, it's up to him if he wants to go, but I think if you're if you're getting a first round pick and a first round level prospect, you really if you're Kyle Davison, you really have to have to have had this conversation with with Flurry already and just be like, look, like there's ways you can you can go to a contending team, try and, you know, try and put a team over the hump like Toronto, like Vegas, be able to go there, 
compete, try and get a cup, and come back to Chicago if you—if that's what you really want to do. If you really want to try and have to save 48 shots a night, hey, by all means, come on back in the summer. You know, you don't have to move your family around if you don't want to. Um, again, I don't advocate for that plan, but that could be something that they do. If the Blackhawks are getting a, a first-round pick and a first-round caliber prospect from Marc-Andre Fleury, you have to make that trade. You do, and I think the Blackhawks could get that because look at the goaltending market. There's nobody in the same level as Marc-Andre Fleury available. So the Blackhawks have all the leverage here. Mm-hmm. You can't say, hey, well, we didn't get Marc-Andre Fleury, but we can go get Robin Leonard or you know an- another goalie. You know, well, an all-star caliber goalie. There is no other all-star caliber goalie out there to go get. So they have the leverage, and now you have a team like Toronto that look that's looking pretty desperate. I know they had their young goalie get a shutout tonight. You mean you don't have any confidence in Eric Cal Calgren? Eric Calgren? Sure. No, uh, I'd rather have Mark Andre Fleury. Um, so you know, Davidson has the leverage. He's got he holds the cards in his hand. You know. It, Davidson has the leverage, but Mark Andre Fleury is calling the shots. Well, that's this is that's true. Just, we that's, still don't know. That's, 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 that that's the big unknown. And we, as you said, I, I would hope that these conversations have taken place, and the Blackhawks are just doing really good at not getting that information out there. And for the most part, the Blackhawks have been really good in that department. Under mm-hmm. the Stan Bowman era, we never heard a whole lot of those types of things. There were a lot of trades that happened. We were like, whoa, I never knew the Blackhawks mm-hmm. wanted to get that guy or, or looking to trade him. Uh, yeah. So they've always been good at keeping that in-house. So I would hope that those conversations have happened and they know one way or the other um, what's going to happen. And you know, I would have to think, you know, if Marc-Andre Fleury and, and Kyle Davidson agreed that there'd be no trade, they would have said that. They would have made it known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, what's be, the point of not making that known? If you're not going to trade them, why exactly keep it out there? That's a distraction. Yeah, because that's that's basically all that uh, all, all that's been able to be talk talked about. about. That's yeah. half of our show for the last week is Mark Andre Fleury, right? So if he doesn't want to be traded, just tell us that already. So obviously, I don't think that's the decision that's been made, or at least not the final decision mm-hmm. made. Maybe he's waiting to see who that team is. Yeah, and and we you know to the to the point you made about the goalie market, we saw today Anton Hudobin with the Stars is done for the year. So that pretty much for a Stars team that's trying to you know get into a wild card position, I think that pretty much takes Braden Holpe off the market. So, yeah. or I, maybe I mean, we send Mark Andre Fleury to Texas. I know that'll make January very happy. <laughs> yes, that's that's true. That's that's a that's a pretty good reason. She'd to, be happy uh, with that trade. She doesn't want us to trade to get going Fleury, with that. But if we trade him to Dallas, that might make it easier for her. Absolutely. And speaking of uh, Mark Andre Fleury's trade value, let's quickly get to our CHGO fourth stars of the game tonight. Uh, we have pretty much the entire lineup to choose from outside of Mark Andre Fleury. He was named one of the three stars along with Patrice Bergeron and Matt Grizzlick. Um, I'll go first. Uh, it's not Mark Andre Fleury, but it is his trade value is my fourth star uh, of of the night because we never said it had to be a player, but, but it is it's his true. trade value. Forty six saves tonight out of uh, forty eight shots. Just uh, uh, again, I, I said it earlier. I think this should be the last game, the last performance he puts on tape into the in, going into the the trade deadline. This should be just the the convincing mark of like, hey. 
he's still got it. And you put him on a contending team, a team that can give him some offensive support, some goal support, you can make a deep run. And we saw we saw tonight Vegas lost to the Winnipeg Jets 7-3. to That's their fifth straight regulation loss. I think they need help with goaltending. Yeah. If, if Kelly McCrimmon can, can get over himself and Marc-Andre Fleury and him can, can make good, I think that's a reunion for a cup run that a lot of people in Vegas would appreciate. And an also hilarious reunion because, <laughs> like, hey, you gave us to him for nothing, and now we're going to get yeah, your first what do you round wanna, pick what and do you your best gi- prospect what do you back, give us back? Yeah, so That would be hilarious. Uh, I'd be all for it. I love stupid stuff, and that's <laughs> pretty stupid. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Marc-Andre Fleury's uh, trade value tonight as my four-star. All right, well, I'm going to go, uh, before I reveal my four-star, I want to give an honorable fifth-star oh. to our, uh, our our producer here, Joey, for coming up with this awesome four-star graphic for I us love to it. use. It's good stuff. Get to see Mario's cartoon spray tan and my smug look uh, <laughs> on the screen. I'm, I'm so. loving Summer Mario on there. That's that's good. That's good. It's making me excited for but the I'm going to give my four-star to a guy that's really progressed well over the past few games, and that's Caleb Jones. Uh, he had another really good game. He's coming off his career offensive outburst against Ottawa the other night with a couple of goals. Um, he had the primary assist. It was Caleb Jones shot that Brendan Hagel deflected mm-hmm. into the net for the Blackhawks only goal. Um, but you know, he had that and he had 22 minutes and 26 seconds of ice time. That's a season high. This is a kid that's been averaging, uh, under 16 minutes a game all season, but this was a game that they needed him to step up. You didn't have Connor Murphy on the ice. Um, you know, you got, Eric Gustafson in the lineup, who we talked about, is just not trusted to play any minutes that's not on the power play. And, you know, so you needed him to step up and play second pair minutes, and he did, and he did it very well. He had six hits tonight, two block shots, uh, and played a little bit on the penalty kill, too. There was a lot of PK time out there. So he was out there for a little bit, a little over a minute, but he still contributed. Mm -hmm. So Caleb Jones is my uh, CHGO fourth star of the night. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about Caleb Jones' uh you know, earlier, uh, earlier last week. And, um, you know, I, I really don't see too much of a future, uh, for him with Chicago, but I think, you know, he's someone that can solidify a, a third pair role uh, on a cheap one year contract. Yeah. Give him, give him some extra time to see what he's got. Fine. I mean, his, his, his play recently has, has, has been better. So. Cause he's playing every night. Yeah. That makes a big difference. He's one of those kids that have been in and out of the lineup and he's, he's dealt with some injuries, but you know, Good for him. So, yeah, some consistency needed. Absolutely. Sure. It's amazing that, you know, not having to worry about your playing time, how much that can help. Yeah, your, it's crazy your, how that works out. Yeah. So who are we going with? Flurry's trade value or Caleb Jones on the rise? I love your pick, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the actual. I'm going to stick with my pick, the actual player. The actual, the actual player? player? Yeah. You don't think I can I can circumvent the rules? No, I you're allowed <laughs> to make any pick you want, but I, I, I got to give you. I got to go Team Kales. Hashtag Team Kales. <laughs> Hashtag Team Kales. All right. Well, you have a hashtag. I don't. So I guess you get the go. win. All right. So, uh, yeah, Caleb Jones will now be getting a, a free CHGO shirt sent his way. So, we'll uh, Caleb, if you want to send us your, your address, we'll get that shirt right out to you. Yeah, or you can walk down after practice. Come join us in the studio. We'll, we'll give it to you in person. Absolutely. Would, would, would definitely love that. Yeah, we're just a couple blocks away. So, you've been hearing us uh, talk a lot about Points bet recently, we are excited to announce uh, a new sponsorship uh, starting up with CHGO here. That is with uh, Athletic Greens. 
Uh, they came on recently as a sponsor, and um, when I heard the news that they were going to be, uh, you know, with us at CHGO, I got really excited because I'd been hearing a lot about their uh, AG1 product, and I've been enjoying it ever since they uh, they gave us some to, to use, and it's 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 been working great. It's uh, the AG1 formula is designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and just give you some more natural energy. Uh, one scoop of that AG1 you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. That'll help you start your day right. You can get all of that in just one serving compared to taking a bunch of random supplements and multivitamins to get the same results. You're going to be doing that at a fraction of the cost as well. Um, I try to eat a little bit more of a gluten-free diet when I can, Um and AG1 fits that, and it fits a lot of other different dietary lifestyles, whether it's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, you'll be good to go. And it's easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you might be. It's a small once-a-day habit with big benefits. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's all you need. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So make it easy, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So we're going to wrap this one up here uh, pretty quickly, but I did want to tease this out. It is March. College basketball season is in the the peak as we get to uh, to tournament time. We're having some fun here at CHGO Blackhawks. We will be having a, uh, a little Twitter bracket going to be going out in the next couple of days here that uh, Greg put together. 64 Blackhawks legends, and the term legends is, you know, subjective. But 64 Blackhawks legends, and we are going to uh, put it up to the fans to see who is the top one. Greg, you want to give us a little sneak peek yeah, of that? It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, we're gonna have yeah. We, we, we came up with 64 all time Blackhawks, and we seeded them, and we put them in their own brackets. We got some fun bracket names, so we're gonna let it roll out uh, and coincide with the tournament. You'll get the vote on which which players you want in head-to-head brackets and uh we're just gonna have some fun with it so tune in to thursday where it's gonna be our first non-post-game first non-post-game show besides launch day yeah. right and so we'll have some uh we'll, we'll reveal those brackets to you on thursday and and then make sure you're following the chgo blackhawks twitter account because that's where you're gonna be able to vote for all these guys so it should be a lot of fun yep and that is at chgo underscore blackhawks on twitter be sure to give that a follow be sure to give greg a follow at greg boyson and uh, myself on Twitter at Mario underscore Terabasi. Um, yeah, I think we'll uh, I think we'll put a bow on that. Looking forward, to, we got some great matchups in that in, in that bracket, and I think there's going to be some interesting upsets. So we'll see uh, we'll see how how you guys uh, vote it, and we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for us tonight. Blackhawks lose two to one in overtime to the Bruins. They are back in action on Saturday and Sunday, and then the trade deadline. On Monday. So it's going to be a busy couple of days going into the weekend. So we will see you all again very soon. For Greg Boyson, I'm Mario Terabasi. See you next time.